Casey. Hey, Jacob. I got a question for you. What's up? What do a young black nerd who ends up with a whole backpack of Molly and a socially awkward superhero with an arsenal of crude gadgets have in common? I don't know. Well, let's find out, shall we? Because this week I watched Dope. And this week I watched Blank Man. And now it's time to make The, the Movie, movie Connection. And here we go. Welcome in, everybody. Hi there. My name is Jacob, and I am here with my sister... Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where, you know, in an effort to broaden our individual movie horizons, uh, we decided to assign each other movies to watch uh, each week, uh, usually that we haven't seen before. And then mm -hmm. we watch them, and then we sit down to discuss them and review them, and then we try to figure out, you know, we rack our brains to figure out, is there anything that connects these two movies? Any connection whatsoever. And the results are Any pretty fun. Any little thing. Any, any little thing. And the results are really funny. Um, <laughs> or like really thought provoking, you know? It, yeah, uh, sometimes. It makes movies more interesting to watch. Yes, I agree. Um, and boy, oh boy, do we have a couple of interesting movies this week. One, uh, <laughs> one a little more interesting than the other. <laughs> because, That's uh, true. <laughs> So I watched Dope, which uh, came out in 2015. I didn't know it was that long ago, which, I mean, mm -hmm. isn't that long ago. But, you know, I, I it felt like it was uh, more modern or closer, more like in the last couple years. But I guess not. And then, Casey, you watched the 90s blockbuster. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I did. The I beloved. The beloved. <laughs> Blank Man. The beloved Blank Man. Beloved by perhaps only an audience of one. <laughs> right. Or a couple, maybe, but... A couple, because I do know about a, another podcaster who... Uh, or another two podcasters who really enjoy Blank Man. And I'm going to put them in the show notes so you can get mad at them if you... <laughs> if you hate it. <laughs> if you hated it as much as some. No. It's just, you That's know, awesome. it's one of those... It just didn't... It, it's definitely a, it feels like a product of the 90s, doesn't it? It does. It also almost feels like it should be a little older than that. Yeah. <laughs> or made for TV. Yeah, something. <laughs> um, but all around, these were both really fun to watch. Uh, both, yes, you know, I agree. Both had a lot of fun and both have a sense of humor. Um, oh, shit. Getting ahead of myself. Don't yeah, wanna, why don't are you making connections it. already, Damn. bro? My bad. Um... <laughs> But you know what? Uh, I guess I'm just excited to get started. So what do you say we dive into... It's my turn to start. Okay. It is. So yeah. Let's gonna... talk about dope. Let's talk about dope. Let's talk about dope. All right. In my own words, here's the here's a little something about dope. Okay. Malcolm, who's played by Shamik Moore, who is uh, the new one and only Miles Morales. And, yeah. and his friends, Jib, played by Tony Revolori. I think, and I think he is like he's from Spider Man. Um, shit, we got two Spider Mans. 
or Spider-Man movie people here. And oh, that's fun. And Diggy, uh, played by Kiersey Clemens, are total nerds. And they don't exactly have the luxury of that being a good thing. First, they are all people of color, and they grow up in what is called the Bottoms. And this is in the United States of America, so day-to-day -day life is a test of survival, and there are systems in place that make rising above their circumstances harder than it might be for the average privileged white boy. But Malcolm intends on doing just that. And the next few days will put his determination to the test. What starts as a simple hangout session at a local gangster's B-Day party quickly turns into a drug deal gone wrong, and Malcolm is the one left, literally, holding the bag. With a ton of Molly in his possession, Malcolm uses his nerd skills to execute a plan that will ensure he avoids the law and getting shot, and maybe even preserve his moral center enough to win the heart of a fellow fed-up person looking for a way out. Played by Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, wild, awesome. Wild romp, wild rompus ride. <laughs> I think so those are words. Some of those are words. Yeah, some of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, um, a fun little ride, you know. It is a fun movie for sure. Like, there's like a really good like vibe to it i don't yep. know how else to put that well right it's got i like the style because it's uh style and they yeah. they they set that right off the bat by you know he's a he's a fan of 90s hip-hop which i'm in i gotta agree with him in this uh on Hell this yeah. part you know 90s was the rise of some of the best yeah hip-hop you know rap whatever like all all genres um yeah that was the big boom yeah absolutely and like him and his friends kind of live and breathe 90s like they kind of dress in the 90s love and he's the got, costuming like, like his shirt was off the uh, yeah. yeah so good and his haircut like yes. i loved it so much <laughs> somebody called him um, fresh prince <laughs> a few people call him fresh prince yes <laughs> that was pretty good which i wonder how that new series is gonna be bel-air it's not even called bel-air yeah bel-air which produced by will smith you I don't know. I, I, just, I agree. Just know. I was like, uh, because Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Like, and I have strong nostalgic memories, like, attached to that show. Yep. Um, but I did see a trailer, and it does look pretty good. Wow. So I don't know. I might I might give it a try and see. It's just it's one of those It's definitely going to be a little different. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's kind of my prop. I don't know. That's kind of my problem, but the series, I guess, shouldn't suffer for it. Like, I should still give it a try. But I just... It always rubs me the wrong way when they, like, repackage these movies, but they're so... they Part of the appeal is that we're deviating from what the original was because Prince of Bel-Air was goofy comedy, you know, Will Smith, all this. Mm -hmm. And this one is going to be serious, right? It's. It looks like it's going to be much more dramatic. Yeah. Um, so. But, like, I think they're going to touch on some stuff that fresh prince didn't really yep um so we'll see i don't know yeah. i'm i'm gonna watch it i just don't know when yeah but yeah. well let me know yeah stay maybe tuned, guys exactly it could i'm curious to see how i'll like it and i'll definitely keep you guys posted absolutely um but shameek more like i really like it was good to see <laughs> it was good to see him in the flesh um, Yeah. because uh i only really know him by voice uh and he is this guy like hit the lottery like he's got to be so overjoyed because i believe his story is uh 
he wrote somewhere that I am Miles Morales. And sure enough, this kid grows up to be in one of probably the best Spider-Man movie out there. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, one of the best animated movies out there. Like just it's such a uh, such a visual pleasure. It's so good. Um, and then, yeah. So then but this, I think, came before that or around the same time, something like that. Uh, well, no, because uh, Into the Spider-Verse came out uh, pretty recently, like 2020. 20, or 2019, maybe? Yeah. yeah, you were right, 2019. Yeah, so this came um, out first. I think I read that this was his first, like, breakout gig. Role. Yeah. Mm-hmm, his breakout role. Because I think he did a little bit of modeling before that. Oh, nice. That um, makes sense. To try to put himself into, yeah. you know, acting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But he's awesome, right? Yeah, he's so cool. He's great. I he love does the a great job. I love the trio. Like I love that group of friends. I always love a good uh, group of friends story. And this is a, kind of a coming of age. Basic. I think it's mostly a coming of age story. Um, it kind of follows all of those beats. Yeah. Um, but I love. Like I've gone on record saying, like I love the kid who plays. Uh, uh, what did I say? Uh, Jib. Like he's great. Um, I love him in The Long Dumb Road. Um, and then uh, I don't, I'm not familiar with who plays uh, Diggy, but I'll probably look into her more because, yeah, she yeah, was great. Yeah, she was great. Loved that character. Uh, she didn't slap that white boy hard enough. Um, <laughs> who also did a great job in his role. So He's good. From, and uh, I loved him from Workaholics. You know. Yeah. Or workaholic, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he is one of Ooh. the whitest kids you know. He's the one of the whitest uh, kids you know for sure. <laughs> I always get those two confused, which is really ridiculous because, oh, yeah. but they came out right at the same time. It, it's and true. Like, no, it's, it's, it, I think if you like one, you like the other kind of thing. Yeah. But, they're both yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never like sat down and fully watched either one. Oh yeah. But I've seen episode here, episode there, you know? Yeah. Um, and I really like, I can't think of what his name is. Adam, one of the ones from yes. that show. I can't think of his last Adam, name, but he's right. great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Yep. So I loved that group. There's some great cameos and like supporting roles in here. Like that was what was so fun is like, oh shit. Like, you know, you saw the likes of like Lakeith Stanfield, who is now like really big, like, you know, or yeah. like really blowing up. He's done like Harder They Fall, uh, Black Clan, or sorry, not Black Klansman, uh, 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 shit, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, mm. And then, of course, sorry to bother you yeah um and then i forgot like only in looking at the behind the scenes stuff for this did they remind me that lakeith stanfield played snoop dogg in straight out of compton which was one of the <laughs> i didn't think they did a good job with that but it sucks because lakeith stanfield's a pretty good actor it's just so interesting because i remember having a visceral reaction yeah visceral reactions like that is that's not snoop dogg what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck and especially uh. when they nailed tupac yeah Wait, you haven't seen that uh, movie. I have not. Snoop Dogg did so good at the Super Bowl. Oh, Let me nice. Tell you, good to hear. I do not watch sports <laughs> balls. Yes. Sports I, ball. <laughs> I did know one of the like teams, one of my coworkers loves that team, the Bengals, which they lost. But um, Yes, they did. Yeah, so I, I was I'm like happy LA, that so... they made it to the Super Bowl. So that was cool. Um awesome. But uh, I did put it on like 30 minutes before the half show 
And like, I just read my book while the, <laughs> while the people were playing football. Uh, and then the half show came on and it was awesome. Like Snoop Dogg did so good. And Eminem was amazing. Eminem did his thing. Yep. And uh, Dr. Dre was awesome. Sick. And 50 Cent was literally hanging upside down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like nobody said that he was going to be on it. So yeah. it was really crazy. Yeah. That is uh, and Mary J. Blige was amazing. Great. I heard it that really the felt like show was great. Yeah. It was so good. It was like one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen. It was so yeah. good. Hell yeah. It good. was awesome. <laughs> um. But yeah, God, that was one cameo. I'm not familiar with ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, yeah. not soon familiar, to but be, uh, soon to be daddy of Rihanna's baby. Oh wait, okay, okay, okay. So he's with Rihanna. All right, that's awesome. I yes. need to look into him a little more. I'm uh, sorry, sorry, folks. I'm totally oblivious. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm he's old. Definitely like <laughs> he's new. He's like, like yeah. well, no, like no, he was really starting to be big like when i was in high school okay really? so i'm okay. familiar with him because of that because right. he was big at that time and i think he still like has a following of people but i don't hear him on the radio as much as i did back then gotcha. so you know it was a uh, yeah he was great like i'm not familiar he with him but i really job. liked his i liked his role and then uh god and then of course zoe kravitz like and uh can't spend too much time on that because yeah no nope not gonna do she's it. She's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Um, <laughs> and she's in real life dating Channing Tatum, so that's oh, a fascinating combo. Jacob's face it. is so disappointed. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Why? Okay. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm over it, it is an interesting. <laughs> I didn't think like I thought it was a weird coupling hmm? when I saw them and heard about them, but I think they make sense. Mm -hmm. And great. she says he's a feminist, which I love. Yes. I'm like, that's nice. That makes sense. He, he seems like a really nice, he does seem like a nice guy. He does. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he, I mean, the first movie he did was Step Up. Come on. Like that, that's. You're like, going to get assigned it soon. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> like that's just charming <laughs> as fuck. He, the, he, the, the white boy, the fucking <laughs> break dancer from Step Up. Come on. Yes. Uh, so good. So good. So good. So good. Um, and then isn't he Magic Mike? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Kidding. Yeah. I cannot wait for the new Magic Dude, Mike movie. I'm very excited. So excited. I love that they're keeping us posted. Like, it's just like, yep. It's so great. It's like, yep, I'm not, not waxing this time, though, ladies. It's like, fuck it. Like, I just want to, I want to see it all. I well, cannot end wait. it all. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, anyway, do you have some Q&A for me about this dope movie? This, this dope, dope movie. movie about dope and about, I mean, in some ways it's about class and, you know. Yes. Like, yeah. Um. Well, my first question was what you thought of his friends, but you kind of already, like, touched yeah. on that a little bit. So, like, yeah, they're a really just, fun group, right? I thought they were a fun group. The kids, so uh, they had a really good chemistry, like, to the point that you forget about it. Like, they legitimately feel like close friends in that way. Yes. Um, I just... Uh, and I really like that they had each other's backs. It was never that, uh, like, sometimes these friend comedies can go the way of, like, oh, they're not really there for each other in certain cases. but Or they'll, like, get into a fight, and then they'll make up before the end of the movie, and that's, yeah. like, part of the conflict. And yep. I love that they, like, did not include anything like that. Yep. They were just there for their friends. Absolutely. When he needed them. Right. 
Absolutely. Yep. And that's, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And they had good banter. And like I said, I really enjoyed those characters. I love when they're trying to get into the <laughs> into the party. Wasn't it the party or, or a club or something like that? And yes. like, they're like, oh, no, we need a, you know, it's got to be girl boy ratio has got to be just right and everything. And it's like, well, she's, she's a girl. It's like, no, now get the fuck out of here. It's like, no, look. <laughs> that's uh, so awesome. She's great. Um, she's like, oh shit! Like, she's <laughs> like, out of boys don't cry. Wow. Like, Hell yeah! <laughs> it's funny shit. Um, yeah. Good. That's awesome. Um, so do you think this movie has a lot to say about stereotypes? So it's interesting. Like, I always like to see the discord or di- discourse, discourse on a <laughs> discord. I mean, you're not far off. Like it, it can go that <laughs> way on the internet sometimes. Let's face it. No, uh, but the discourse on Letterboxd. Um, some people. It's so funny. Like any movie, like you're gonna get both sides. Like you know, it's like every every person's. Uh, oh, this is this is a great movie about representation. Every person's movie of that is every another person's. Like no, this is a stir. This uh plays into stereotypes it's it's uh, harmful to our uh culture and this and that so um like for me like i chose to read into it like especially when uh uh shameek moore delivers that badass monologue um that really you know would be a turnoff i think for some because it is very much like hey this is what the movie's about um but i really liked it because it was so well done um so I can almost let that go. Um, but anyway, I thought it was very much like from the standpoint of like, yeah, uh, uh, playing against the stereotypes while yes. also like, yes, it has the moments where we're totally falling into the stereotypes, but that doesn't mean you're condoning it. Like, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that it, it acknowledges them and it shows them. Yeah. But at the same time, like our three main characters are black or two of them are black and one is a person of color. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, they're going to, like, school in a shady place, Mm -hmm. but yet they get, like, straight A's, and they're, like, doing really well academically, and they're not getting into trouble. I mean, this is the story about them getting into trouble, (laughs) but, like, up until this point, you know, they've been known as, like, kind of the goody two-shoes or whatever. Totally. And it's just Um, so funny that, you know, again, culturally... Yet we look down upon that or it's seen as like weakness and everything like that. So you can easily see why uh, being a person of color, it makes it that much harder. Like it's just yes. like, you know, that's all we're saying is like, yeah, it, it it's yeah, it's different. <laughs> right. And I think oftentimes in movies like this, you would see like the other side, like the guys that are like dealing the drugs there. and getting into trouble and like, Precisely. you know, not showing up to school. And when they do, they're like beating up the other kids. And like, it's nice to see the other side of that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Because it's funny how they, uh, they have that side there. Um, but right. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not about that. It's, it's about overcoming that. Um, right. Totally. While at the same time, not like, and then it's also a fine line because you don't want to like, hardcore i don't know uh condemn and say like this is like living here makes you a problem like yeah Mm -hmm. right um but it's not bad to like anybody can relate to wanting to get out of where you are or whatever like i think that's a very human thing Um, right right yeah um and And i think it's 
Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think it's interesting, too, how they, like, show that it's not, like, the nicest area, but they don't dwell in that, right? Precisely. Like, they don't, they don't sit in it. Um, yep. Like, and I we actually see like... it, and we know it. It, they have like a, a a great like dark sense of humor about it at times too like where it's like in most movies where this like hold up at a fucking fast food place would be intense it's kind of like it's kind of played for kind comedy here yeah it's um, totally a joke yeah, yeah and even when they like can't go one way and they're like well if we go this way our bikes are gonna get stolen even that is sort of played off yeah. as like kind of a joke exactly. like them being yeah. like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> um and so i i appreciate that yeah um, so i did think it's i i saw that like most people's takeaway was that is that this is at least trying to say something about stereotypes uh, right whether you think that it does good or bad like again is going to be object or uh, it's going to be a subjective yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah so yeah uh, but in the end, I like I didn't think that it was doing harm. Like so, in the end, like some movies, like some people make good points uh, with movies like this, where it's like, well, if you look at it this way, like this is bad. It's like I, yeah, I could see that, but I don't think that's the point of view that the movie's coming from. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that this movie, especially, like I think that you know, it came out in twenty fifteen. I think it. They did a good job of what they were trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, uh, What did you think? Did you like their punk band? Uh, They need some practice. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's interesting. I thought they were going to lean more into the 90s hip hop. I thought they were going to really lean into the 90s hip hop part. But uh, but it it was an interesting sound. It uh it it gave me uh yeah Scott Pilgrim vibes but uh, different Totes, obviously yeah. because he's also kind of nerdy yeah um, but a little more practice and uh, they had like a good track in there I for, like uh, near the end right uh, yeah yes yeah um, I don't remember what it's called but I also liked that one but uh, I do like that sound like so it's like using rock but also you know the heavy hip hop influence which you can't escape now because face it folks hip hop rocks. Hip hop rocks. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think they were pretty. I think that was like a fun thing that they did. That was cute. Yes. Um. Why do you think that Malcolm cut his hair at the end? Yeah. Good question. Like, See, I mean, there's no wrong answer here because yeah. I don't know the answer. But why right. do you think? I would be. Uh, yeah. That actually is. A, I would love to hear other people's opinion on it because. So you kind of have two options, right? Let's. So like. Yeah, that's I think that's where the conflict is cuz it feels like the monologue was saying you know, I'm not going to fall into that uh uh category into those stereo like we keep saying it like stereotype or whatever. And then uh he gets rid of uh what makes him unique or what he finds joy in like cuz I mean the hair is connected to his love of hip hop and just the ner- you know, honestly just the nerdy stuff, right? Um and then it feels like, you know, and mo- it feels like the statement is like, no, I'm I'm letting that go or whatever. But I felt like the choice was to kind of embrace that or well, no, I, I don't know. I guess it was that he is growing out of that slightly. I don't know. Or it's that by accepting both that and who he's become now makes him another person, hence losing the hair. Okay. Yeah, kind of like it's his growing up. Where kind it's of like thing. the '90s hip hop. That whole side of me can live on inside me. 
but now I'm Ooh. shifting into a new phase, and this is what it looks like. Because I don't want, because then you don't want to, like, it's not like him, <laughs> you don't want to say a change of hair, like, makes, like, says that I'm choosing the thug life or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think because, so. Because, yeah, again, like, I feel like this movie is saying, yeah, don't do that. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I don't know. I was, like, really sort of befuddled by it, and they didn't really put voice to it. Yeah. Um, I agree. You know, like, you know I that epilogue like, kind of felt weird. It did, general. yeah. I liked yeah. it, but... Me too, it because did. Zoe Kravitz. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, she's awesome, isn't she? She is, yeah. Ugh, gorgeous and talented. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <She's amazing. laughs> yeah? I like that um, Malcolm... Like, they had him, I didn't, the first time I watched it, I didn't see, like, the full circle moment of him, like, going to the dean of admissions of Harvard and basically blackmailing him. It's great, um, yeah. <laughs> With his, like, smarts. I was like, yes. oh, this is such a good, I didn't see it happening. Like, I knew they were nerdy, I knew they were smart. See, right, but, I like, like the, double, really the double level. blind, where it was like, oh, I thought, yeah, we were going this way, and yeah, they did, yeah, that was well done. <laughs> I thought so, too. I was like, it's fun to be surprised. I like it when I get surprised. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Like, yeah, let it. And this is one of those things where let us know what you think for sure. Because wow, I guys. would be interested to hear your thoughts. Because, mo- like, this is, a, this is a movie trope, you know, going back uh, <laughs> since the beginning. You know, just cutting off the hair tends to represent a shift, right? Uh, yes usually used as symbolic coming of age, this or that, whatever. Moving from up. one stage to another. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people, like, cut their hair when they break up. Anytime there's, like, a big life shift. So I think, I mean, maybe it really is hair. just as simple as that. Like, it's just signifying that he is moving to a different stage, which I think we all agree that he did. Yes. Um, I just think the confusion is around where it's like, wait, but what? Uh, uh, what choice is he making, I guess? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, because he gets into Harvard, which is awesome. Yeah. But, like, would he have if he wouldn't have, like... Oh. Ah. There's the dilemma. Yes. Right? Well, but that's like, uh, part of the... Yeah, that's part of the fun in the escapism. That's part of the fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There. But you're right. But also, yes, that provides a great, yeah, conflict of... Yeah. Um, good yeah, show. and I enjoy that, too, because I'm just like, well, he's kind of making up for, like... See, everything exactly. that doesn't get handed to him exactly and it's one of those where it's like well he's lived his life up to this point straight and narrow i think he can have one like <laughs> yeah because yeah. most people go the other way where it's like a lifetime of doing shitty things and then you do a good deed and it forgive you're forgiven like well and that guy like who by the way is like so skeevy right because he's like Dean, dean of admissions he's rich he was he, so, like, what a weird choice because i kept waiting for like something to happen but it's like okay so this is just a choice like we're or what is happening yeah he just had a very just, specific like, way of talking <laughs> i don't know and i was just like and then he runs this secret drug organization like you know which is not a great thing to do don't do that guys um and calls it like the boys club or whatever which the boys (laughs) club yeah what (laughs) and then like malcolm tries to give him the drugs like he doesn't want them and this guy's like no no you have it you fix it yeah Yeah, that was a little that was weird but i went with it part of me is like you know what 
yeah, he deserves it. Like, <laughs> glad that Malcolm outsmarted That's him. That's true, like, because, like, you put me in charge. Like, you never said, like, I had to do it. <laughs> and his kids favor. were crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, such a fun, it's a fun movie for sure. Yeah. Totes. Totes my goats. All right. Time for our favorite questions. Favorites. Uh, what was your favorite scene? Favorite scene. So favorite scene. It's hard because there's a lot of really good scenes in here. Mm-hmm. And then the sleazeball in me wants to say it was that one scene. But no, there are better scenes than that one. Stop it, you pervs. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite scene is probably... I really got a kick out of ASAP Rocky in, in this. Ed. So when Dom has to talk to that security guard <laughs> who like... It became a scene, like, it could have just been a moment, but it became, like, a full scene where it's like, god damn it. And I get this. Like, I get this side of what it means to be a gangster, to be a whatever. Like, <laughs> if you're a, if you're part of a dangerous organ society or whatever, a dangerous group or whatever, there are certain expectations. And this is, like, sometimes, even though your heart may want to do one thing, you do have expectations that you have to be it's right like, god damn it man like i don't got beef with you or anything but you just questioned me in front of these guys and you you fucked up and <laughs> now i have to fuck you up because otherwise like you understand like and like i get it like it's and it's so funny because he puts it so eloquently and you're like yeah no you're you're, you're right. right you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and i just that's the dark humor of uh violent people it's just like like when when a violent person says to the person they're torturing where it's like don't make me do this it's like don't make you do this <laughs> don't make me don't make me victim make you <laughs> uh -huh. torturer uh -huh. do this that's that's uh -huh. interesting <laughs> yes yeah um I, I i i love it um so yeah that scene was really entertaining to me so like, it was what, really what good. we got here is a slippery slope. Wait, but hold on. I'm still unclear about what this <laughs> slippery slope thing is. <laughs> and then later on, it pays off because it's like, slippery slope. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that was probably my favorite scene. Awesome. Um, what was your favorite performance? Favorite performance? You know, um, Zoe Kravitz in she is not like the biggest part in this, but you just can't deny it, man. Like she just she is so good. She wins you over, and like that, like this. Uh, I didn't realize I knew Zoe Kravitz. Uh, so yeah. she was in. Uh, she was in First Class, X Men First Class, and uh, I liked her. Like she didn't have a huge part, but I liked her well enough in that. Mm -hmm. um, super small part, but still good. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, what, did she start out singer or TV? You or? know, I'm not 100% sure. Because I think, like it said, I think she was in a band. Uh, so maybe it was there because it just seems like she came from something and then moved on to movies or something. But now I'm going to be deep diving into more of her stuff because after this, I watched uh, Kimmy. Uh, which is on HBO Max, really good shit, and that which solidified it's like okay, I think I've got a crush going on here. And yeah, uh, and she's gonna be in uh, the fucking new Batman. Batman, and I already like like I was like, ooh, that cowboy looks 
uh, looks like she's gonna do a good job. So now, like, I'm mostly seeing Batman for Zoe Kravitz. Like, <laughs> hell yeah, she's gonna she's nail awesome. that Catwoman shit. She's that's good casting. Yes, it is. Um, but no, she stole it from me. So Zoe Kravitz, and uh, just because it also kicked off, like now I, I have to find more. And she's the we're the same age. <laughs> I love that. But she's taken. <laughs> By Channing. Totally taken. Um, and then honorable mention, though, would be ASAP Rocky, you know? Like, just, he's just good. I don't know. He is just good. Like, yeah. I was shocked at how good of an actor he was yeah. because he is a musician. Yeah, um, I know. He, and nothing, <laughs> nothing against musicians. Not saying musicians can't act, but you know. No, like, but still, just, like, yeah, he's known as a musician. Exactly. Definitely not known as an actor. Precisely. Like, But he does awesome in this. I, I totally agree. So I would love to, I'd love to see him in other stuff. Who knows? Um. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what was your favorite line, favorite quote? A bad day for most geeks would be being the butt of a joke, but when you live in the bottoms, a bad day could look like this. And that's basically the yeah. movie. Like, the movie is showing you. It's like, this, <laughs> this, this is what, what it could a bad look day like. might be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a good one. It's pretty dang good. I also really liked his monologue. Like, it, he put a pin in it nicely where it's just like, why do I want to go to Harvard? If I was white, would you even ask? Like, you know, something yes. like that. And it's just like, oh, shit. He kind of nailed it. Yeah, I love... That's like a divisive line. Some people really hated it. But I was like, no, this is fucking... It's good. Yeah. I liked it. You know who um, doesn't like that line? White, white people. people. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> um. Yeah, awesome. Well, would you uh, rewatch and recommend? Absolutely. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, this was a good. It's uh, one of those where it's kind of hard to nail what it is, because I think you mentioned it as a crime comedy. It definitely has that. It's also th got that coming of age thing going on. It does. It's got. Yeah, it's a it's like a one. It's totally difficult to. Yeah. To nail down. But yeah. And I really want to look into this director. Also, he directed a movie called uh, The Wood. And it looks like uh, it's uh, it looks pretty good, yeah. So I'm gonna check that out. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, and uh, what do you rate it out of five stars? Out of five stars, I'm gonna give this one a solid four. Um, you know, it uh, it just yeah. I, part of it is the muddled tone, maybe a little bit, but you know, four is still good. Like it's really four solid. Four is good. Yeah, that's yeah. very solid. And uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Honestly, would look for yeah. I'm looking forward to more stuff from that director. Honestly, like that, and then you get we get more Zoe Kravitz going forward. Like all of these actors can keep acting, in my opinion. I agree. <laughs> they are all awesome. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our little segment on dope, so I think it's time to move on to Blankman. Uh, yeah, Blankman. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So, Casey, in your own words, oh, shit, in your own words, yes, tell me. Tell me about Blankman. <laughs> <laughs> this was the hardest <laughs> thing for me to write guys i wrote and then ripped it up and rewrote it uh and it took up a whole page damn which none of mine ever do because i was like how can i even yeah. so Where here it start? goes All right. 
Um, growing up, the two brothers, Kevin and Daryl, are obsessed with Batman. Once they grow up, Kevin becomes a cameraman and Daryl stays childlike but is a brilliant inventor. He has a robot named J5. And one night, he creates a bulletproof overcoat. His grandma is murdered, and that pushes Daryl to start fighting crime, thus becoming Blank Man. Yes. One of Kevin's co-workers, Kimberly, becomes obsessed with wanting to know Blank Man. Mm -hmm. So he takes her to the Blank Station, where they (laughs) fall in love. (laughs) Yeah. Later, she is abducted by the same man who killed Daryl's grandma. Damn. With the help of J5 and Kevin, also known as Other Guy. <laughs> I love it. Like, come on. <laughs> Blank and you, Man goes. <laughs> other Guy. <laughs> Blank Man goes to save Kimberly and the city from this man. Boom. <laughs> A familiar plot line. Uh, sure. You know, uh, sort of connected to a certain, yeah, Batman, uh, if you will. Um, yes, totally. Because you know, it's like. A guy that's not a superhero, but, like, trying to be a superhero. Using the gadgets gadgets at his disposal, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, So, like, a comedic take on Batman. Um, Yes. It felt like a parody of Batman, which, after I watched it, like, I was looking up things, and I was like, oh, it kind of was written with that in mind. Um, And so that makes sense. You know, that checks out. And especially like this rewatching the the connections to the 80, uh uh-oh, 89, 89, uh, 89 Batman movie uh, really ring out to me. Like it feels like Batman and Batman Returns a lot, like especially like when the villain like comes out from the the bottom in the bank like that. It's like, oh, that reminds or. Well, that one, and then there's when Blank Man comes out from the elevator with the yes. baby, and the music even like is very Danny Elfman and uh, totally all totally. that stuff. So I enjoy I enjoyed those like references uh, for what they were, where it's like, oh, they, uh, this came from a loving place of the yeah. The, these creators cre- clearly loved Batman, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And. and Particularly that '60s era Batman, which I had never See, really knew about. That's what I mean. Is this like totally does feel older in some ways? Because ah. it feels like they're drawing from that time period. Gotcha. More the '60s me. era, right? Right. Like yeah. I mean, the '90s is there because it was filmed in the '90s. Precisely. And like the night, like you can always tell when something's filmed in the '90s. Like we, <laughs> there's like princess movies and stuff, like the Snow White and the Sleeping Beauty one. <laughs> Those, like, I'm just like, yes, yes, I'm here for this. So much '90s, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Yes, totally. And oh um, man, that Snow White movie, by the way, totally, it has one of the cringiest racially insensitive moments. Yeah, but again, like that was the '90s. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know, but it's okay. It's a, it it comes and it goes. It comes and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um but no, and uh but I see what you're saying where it's like the movie's visual style was the more grounded in the 80s Batman, but Daryl I think is drawing inspiration from 60s era Batman. Yes, totally, totally. That's this, exactly what I'm trying to say. This is where, like, I have nostalgia for this movie. Like, so you don't remember watching this growing up, clearly. Uh, and no. Yeah. <laughs> and no. And no. I had love for it because, uh, A, I loved Batman. And uh, this was just a funny Batman. 
And I, I did what Daryl did to an extent where it's just like I made my own Batman costume, you know, and my, yeah. my, my utility belt and stuff. So I really liked that uh, stuff. And it, this was also at the time of In Living Color, which was right. a big, like, uh, kind of groundbreaking comedy show that, you know, included a lot of fucking prominent black comedians at the time that yes. just rose in prominence. Um, Jim Carrey got his start there for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, a lot of our older siblings like absolutely love in living color. Yeah, like one of our older sisters bought like all the DVDs. Awesome, like, um, and there are like some of the stuff holds up, but uh, you know, folks, like with anything, like and especially some um, of it doesn't. Like right. sketch comedy, it is such a product of the time because that it demands that your sketch comedy, you got to be uh, with the times and everything. Yes. So a lot of the times that can, it's fun but also it can hinder it because yeah uh for instance the segment which blink band is based on sort of uh yeah that's not great i'm glad i'm glad um, they uh yeah. they they went a different route with that one um yeah yeah we won't even we won't uh, talk about it no <laughs> <laughs> um but uh so there was that there's that charm going on the the connection to that and in the end you know yeah funny stuff we missed out. I mean, we missed out on a fucking blank man animated TV show. Um, that would have been something. Now, did that you know that Damon Wayans was actually considered to for uh, back when uh, Tim Burton was going to make, I believe, a third Batman movie, or it might have even been one of the iterations of the Batman sequel script. He was going to have Robin and Damon Wayans was going to play Robin. That would have been so cool. It would have been really cool and really fucking, for the time, progressive as fuck. And, like, oh, it would have yeah. been great. That would have been so awesome. I really like Damon Wayans. I mean, I like all the Wayans brothers. Yes. Um, and I love, like, Damon Wayans Jr. Yes. Um, and he, he's awesome. Is that who plays coach on New Girl? Yes. Yes. Yes, he plays coach on New Girl. He also is in... Um, like a million things and now i can't think of the tv know, show right, uh, right. the other tv show that he did like during new girl the one he left new girl to go to right which is also a great new beginnings okay some, new beginnings. something like that okay. it's great though that's a great tv show um and damon wayne senior comes on that show awesome as his dad and they do look like fucking identical yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh my god it's now, crazy. And then I can't remember. So Damon Wayans had a, a TV show for a while. That I really liked that TV show it, from what or from what I recall. Like it was one of those. Let me just double check on what it was called. Damon Wayans. Happy TV. Endings. That's what that TV show is called. The one with. Uh, Damon Wayans Jr. And it. his dad comes on a few times and plays his dad in the show too. So the show I'm talking about with Damon Wayans is called My Wife and Kids. There we go. Yeah, right? I remember, remember that show. Yeah, I really, I liked that. And I want to say, did his son get his start on that show? He very well could have. It's hard. It's easy to lose track. There are so many Wayans. I mean, <laughs> Damon Wayans Jr. was in this movie. Yes. Oh, shit. He played Coach a young was... Kevin. Oh, my God. So he played, that's hilarious. So young David Allen Greer. That's fucking funny. I forgot because, yeah, those two kids in the opening are, uh, both Damon both Wayne's, Wayne's son, boys right mm -hmm. got it yes that's so funny yeah it's awesome let's see I'm not seeing oh yep Damon Wayne's Jr. 
Oh, only in eight episodes, though. Okay. Mm. Got it. Okay. Anyway, My Wife and Kids. Good show, from what I remember. It was a good show. Yeah, I remember it, too. Um, And so, Damon Wayans, uh, that kind of ties into my first question here. The movie stars Damon Wayans, so you mentioned that you're a fan. Uh, What are, like, some of your favorite roles of his, or... Sure, yeah. I mean, he's just, like, such a piece in our pop culture, right? And, like, he created the Waynes family. And, um, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) and, like, he's just. He had a father, but no, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, him and his boys, you know, like, have done so much. Um, ah, my cat is licking me. I'm, like, looking at his, um, his movies right now. Because mm-hmm. I remembered him in The Last Boy Scout, which that was with Bruce Willis. Um, that was different. I really prefer David Wayne's more comedy-heavy stuff than his trying-to-be-serious stuff. Yes, totally. Yeah, um, Bulletproof, Mo Money. Oh, Bulletproof. Like, ouch, my cat. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, like, he's done a bunch of so much stuff, obviously. I liked Bulletproof, um, yeah. Me and then too. you know what? He's in the new he fucking he's in the new uh Lethal Weapon as a TV show and he plays the Danny Glover oh, character. Oh, he does. That's fun. Um but yeah, just so much stuff and like you said like in Living Color, um my wife and kids like yeah, I yeah. just he's just like such a piece of like especially our childhood era. Yes. Like he was very much like a big part of television at that time. And so he's just a name that you know, and, you know, I like him and respect him, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Blank Man has an arsenal of creative gadgets. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite? Um, I guess J5 would be my favorite. There you go. The robot yeah. was pretty great. J5, um, made out of a old washing machine? Yeah, yes. I think it's an old and school washing machine. And I did enjoy, machine. like, in one of the first scenes... The grandma is like pouring cereal, but like he has the cereal in these apparatuses. Yes. Where you can like turn the handle opening and it's on the box though. Yes. So it's yes. not like the hotel ones where you have to like buy plastic containers. Like it's made of the box. I loved um, that. Very creative. And yes. And I thought, you know, there are times in my life where I thought that would have been nice to have. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love, see, that's one of those uh, time capsule moments It because it's all about that shot of, it had, like, berry kicks or whatever, which I don't think they make anymore. So it was fun to Ugh. see those old uh, cereal boxes and stuff. Sugary sugar. Sugar sugar. Aw, sugar sugar. Um, yeah, it's awesome. fun. Like, this movie definitely, like, we can see where it gets its superhero um, inspiration, but also I really feel like Honey, I Shrunk, like, the audience, like, same inventor style-esque there. I'm sure that came out after this, maybe. I'm not really sure. Right. Um, but, like, I feel that. And then, what is the movie called with the robot? Yes. Uh, uh, you know what Short I mean, Circuit. Right? Like, yes, Short Circuit. And that's I why J5 definitely had to be connected to that. <laughs> yeah, so it's fun to, like, I, I could tell, like, they were definitely... This was a parody-esque movie, and they were, like, pulling in these things that they wanted to make fun of, and I enjoyed it. I like that. I think you nailed it with the, yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids feel to it. Like, definitely the production design feels that way. Interesting. Yes, totally. And, like, 
you know, just like in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, this guy's like, he's really smart, but he is definitely just Socially. making a lot of stuff out of oh. garbage, too. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, can we get better stuff? Like, yeah. Um, he's definitely the low-budget Batman. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yes, discount Batman. For sure. Yes, absolutely. Um... <laughs> uh... Well, and then let's see. What else do I got here? Uh, what makes this movie feel... Oh, we kind of have been talking all around mm -hmm. it. What makes it feel like a product of the 90s? So, the sense of humor, for sure. Like Definitely the sense of humor, the physical comedy that... There's right. like I feel like there's a specific brand of physical comedy that belongs to the nineties. It's true because like the Nunchucks was the perfect example where it's totally. like using those and then going out of his way to hit the objects on the yes. the uh dresser or whatever. It's like, yeah, that I, that's what I mean by Jim Carrey. Well Jim Carrey Yeah, Jim Carrey esque. Yeah. So it's like uh, going out of your way for the bit, you know. Yes. Totally. Um so there's that, the clothes for sure, oh God. the hair for sure, um, oh my God. like with the women specifically, because there's like a lot of bald dudes in this, um, <laughs> yeah. which is this cool. Breaking Bad um, before Breaking Bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, you know, just, I don't know, like just the fact that it too feels like it's parodying like some of these other 90s movies or 80s late ladies movies like really does make it feel also like in that same realm you know totally yeah because there's even like you know it actually does a pretty good job at not being too cringy but definitely like there's a there's a tv interview show where there's different uh new superheroes coming out of the woodwork and that wasn't the best um right uh you know it's things like that and then yeah Again, like I could do with, I don't have to, I don't have to see Damon Wayans orgasming um, <laughs> more than or, ever. Yeah, that was uh, disturbing. Yeah. Too much. If and they, the fact that she thought it was endearing was so see, weird. Again, like, and there you go. So there's the, the sexism, like where it's just like, yeah, like nowadays, like now she would have called him out on it or maybe moved up. Who knows? Like, yeah. yeah she probably like would have then gone for his brother who like yeah. was you know nice and yeah right absolutely yeah right <laughs> mature mature. Uh, mature that was funny um, um yeah if they remake black if they remade blank man who would you like to see cast oh what a good question not uh, saying that they should <laughs> by <laughs> not right. saying they, they should by any means but if they did they definitely should not. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, I feel like Lamorne Morris, who plays Winston in New Girl, oh my would God. be hilarious. Oh, my God. Interesting <laughs> choice. Holy crap. I like that. You know what? And they because make it a made-for-TV movie. he has, like, a really TV interesting movie. feel of comedy as well. Uh -huh. Um. And now, I wait, as would... Blank Man? Okay, so as Blank Man, clearly. As Blank Man. Not as Kevin. Interesting. No, yeah, yeah no, you're I right. Would like, defy yeah. those odds. Yeah, I would it, he, say no. It's hard for him to pull off, like, together. Like, <laughs> the straight yeah. the straight guy. Right. Like, not, you know, yeah. Straight and narrow, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of who could play that character. Right. Uh, right. Of Kevin. 
Donald Glover. Mm. Donald Glover? Yeah. <laughs> and it helps that he's younger, I think, than the morn. Um, so it's even more... It's like, that would be funny. Just can't help it. Ladies are attractive. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, Every I don't time know. they said, like, they say goodbye to other guy. Every time they said his superhero <laughs> name. And for you, other guy. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, his name was great, I will say. Blank Man, th- here's the unfortunate thing. They don't do a good job at selling the name. I don't really get where the name comes from or why it blank sticks. Man? Like, yeah, it's like because he says, oh, he's just drawn a blank ma'am and she's like oh blank man, blank man. Okay. i know i'm like oh that's lame <laughs> right wanted it to yeah oomph. no blank man i didn't think was a good name but i did like the name other guy yes other guy um yeah, yeah. also blank man's outfit is just oh it's so rough ridiculous yeah I, I didn't care for it. Pajamas. The rag mask is what I love. Because, like, yeah, any <laughs> kid would make that. Yeah. Um, Which, again, I guess they're just trying to showcase his childlike behavior. Right. Well, and the fact that, you know, I think there is, a, you know, I can't say specifically, but I feel like there's a yeah statement where it's like, you know, yeah, Bruce Wayne, the white man, can afford all this fucking shit. Yes. But me, blank man over here, like, this is what I get stuck with. Like, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, that checks out. A little, yeah. A little dig. A little, a little social commentary on the side. <laughs> all right. So I think it's time for our favorite questions. Favorites. So favorite performance. Uh, it's my okay. favorite performance yeah. was uh, Robin Givens, who played Kimberly. Oh wow! Like yeah. she did a great job with her character. Totally. Um, she 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 did good. I like her, and I like her as an actress too. Like I recognized her immediately, and I was like, oh, I know her from things. Oh. Um, but like nothing could come to my mind, yeah, you know. Yeah. But like I know that she. She, like, guest starred in Brush Prince a couple of times. So, like, it's probably stuff like that that clicked into my brain. Um, But I just liked her. I thought she did a good job, and she was, like, genuine with that character, which might have been hard to do. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, And my honorary mention does go to Damon Wayans. There we go. Awesome. Um, But, right. His character really annoyed me, but he really did a good job of selling it and like really was that character. So I, I always have to give it to people who can like, you know, uh, really put them, their whole selves into the character. Yeah. Sure. Commit to it. Like I love commit the, Mc, to the, bit. the McDonald's scene. Like it's like, you want fries with that? You sure? They're cooked to crispy golden perfection. <laughs> that was funny. And then when his brother comes in and he's like, oh, I have to go clock out. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little things like that did make me chuckle. Yes, that's for good. Sure. I'm glad you got some chuckles at least. Um, and then, uh, okay, so favorite scene. Uh, my favorite scene was the ride on the blank cycle. Awesome. Yes. Um, that good. was a hilarious scene. And when, like, good every bit. time he's like, I can't hear you. And, and he would, like, stop and the train's coming, <laughs> Train getting you know? closer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And finally she's like, never like, mind. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
never mind. <laughs> that was a good bit. I liked it a lot. And then it came back too with Kevin too. Like, yeah, this is awesome. It's like what? I can't hear you. It's like just watch the damn, <laughs> watch the damn track. Like wait, what? <laughs> Plus, that does seem like a fun thing to ride on. Yeah, it probably would be pretty fun to ride on, but totally. maybe not with like high speed trains coming at you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then uh, so favorite. Uh, oh man. Okay, favorite line of dialogue. This was hard. Yeah. Um, but my favorite line of dialogue comes from Grandma. Okay, yeah. She says, you got to think about showering if you want to remain anonymous. Like, right before she's dying, she has that quip. And she, like, knows she's about to die. And she's still, like, scolding this guy for not showering. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I definitely liked Grandma. Love Even Grandma. though she was such a short... Uh, character she yes, wasn't in there very she long was she was fun she made a she made an impact she did um perfect and then okay oh so. i do have to say that my honorary favorite scene would be the labor scene oh my god yes because that was pretty funny and that felt very 90s right for her to grab his crotch and yes. to like hold his crotch and be like you have Let a go big finger, finger. Yeah. <laughs> thank and, you yeah <laughs> Like I was just like this feels that like was 90s pretty great. humor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's screaming. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. I'm a father. What? What? <laughs> no. No, bro. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that was great though. It was good. All right. Um would you rewatch or recommend? Um, you know? I probably wouldn't rewatch it. Yep. Um and, recommending uh, it, I might like if somebody likes this kind of thing i would probably recommend it to them right it would yeah. be like a circumstantial recommendation you're not just gonna go out there recommending it to anybody i'm not on the gonna street. shout it from the rooftops <laughs> but like you know if i know somebody who likes kind of quirky comedy yeah um 90s superhero stuff yeah, like right. maybe you know absolutely um and oh and then out of five stars and it's okay like let's let's hear it out of five stars how many stars do you give i gave it two stars okay not bad better than i was expecting yeah it's okay. not as bad as like some of them right right but, um and it's, it's definitely not great so it's like a little bit under the because, halfway mark like, for one me star like yeah you know it's it's no rubber like it's got more a little more substance but yeah it just <laughs> falls a little flat with the humor a bit fucking rubber yeah fucking rubber man um yeah okay well awesome so and uh don't worry the season finale will be much worse um no. great <laughs> something to look forward to <laughs> you know what's crazy is the two movies that i'm trying to decide between for you for the season finale like they are objectively terrible but i actually genuinely like them <laughs> yes no and it's the same with what i have okay in mind good for the season finale and it's the it was the same with blank man so i think we're on the right track like, yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I think this proves we're on the right track. So now that we've oh. talked about both of these movies, what do you say? Uh, connections. Were you able to find anything that connects oh, these yeah. two? Yeah, let's connect them. Uh, my connections, uh, both leads, so Daryl and Malcolm, yeah. uh, are very intelligent. Yep. And they use their smarts to take down their uh, adverse adversaries i can't speak right now <laughs> um both leads are labeled as geeks yep right uh both movies have like an underlying message of you should be yourself yes 
Definitely. Um, and then both of these main characters live in a kind of rough part of the town. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So those are my connections. Um, my so similar to what you were saying, like yeah, they yeah they both are geeks who want to escape their grievous circumstances, and both are set in rough neighborhoods who portray the crime as comedic because even like. They don't, You're right. You know, mm-hmm. they don't hold back, but it's definitely, like, done more funny. Um, yes. And then the 90s are represented in both. One, because it oh, was yeah, made in course. the 90s, and then one loves the 90s. <laughs> yes, I love that. So, um, you know, if you have any recommendations for us... Oh, wait, you know what? Maybe we should do recommendations first. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you recommending this week? Uh, this week, I am recommending the Witcher book series. Ah. I finally got around to it, and it's fucking great. Um, the first two books in the series are made up of a bunch of short stories, okay. which I love because I read a lot of fantasy books. Um, and these, like having them be short stories, introduces you to a lot of the characters and the world building without having to like read through hundreds of pages of world building, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it's very cool. Uh, once you get into the third book, like it's, it's really like one big novel. Um, and that way going forward. And I think there's seven of them. Uh, they're written by Andre Sapowski. Okay. Um, very cool Polish writer. And yeah, I mean, I definitely, I recommend everything, Witcher. I haven't played the video game yet, but, you know, once I finish yeah. these books, I'm sure that's where I'm headed. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm what going, do you recommend? I'm going to recommend the silky smooth sounds of a little duo group known as Silk Sonic. Hell yeah. And this is a duo with Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Um and it's really good. It's got that 60s, 70s era Motown funk, which yeah. which makes me now want to dive into Motown uh, funk stuff because I do remember, oh, man, like, there's some really pleasant sounds from, from that era. Hell yeah. Very superstitious, like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Love that. Um, and funk, like Motown funk. Uh, R&B, uh, uh, soul even, you know? I mean, Bruno Mars, like, he already dabbles in that, but this group really kind of puts it at the forefront and uh, just makes it so pleasant to listen to. Like, mm-hmm. it makes me want to get some badass noise-canceling headphones, put them on, and, like, yeah, just chill to a, chill to a good soundtrack, which not a lot of albums or soundtracks do that these days. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Listen to some Silk Sonic. awesome. Love it. If you have any recommendations of your own, why don't you send them our way at our email, which is... MovieConnectionPodcast at gmail.com. You know, we have an Instagram that you can follow us at, or you can follow us individually. Me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at Casey Schwartz. We also have a Facebook that we keep you up to date on. Please feel free to rate and review us on the old Apple podcasts. That would be most appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, heck, like I like to post uh, more movie reviews on Letterboxd. So check me out on that. Um, there's a link in the profile. Um, let's see. With that said, I think it's time to yeah, assign each other movies for next week. 
So, awesome. Casey, what will I be watching? Um, I am going to assign you We're the Millers. We're the Millers. This is a comedy. It is a comedy. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> oh, I oh, I didn't know Jason Sudeikis. I like me some Jason Sudeikis. Me too, and you know, this movie, if nothing else, is just really fun. So go in with low expectations and (laughs) enjoy yourself. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I am going to assign you... Hmm, this is confounding. I'm going to assign you a movie called Matchstick Men. And this is a movie starring your favorite, Nicolas Cage. I do love him. That's going to be fun. Ooh, I got to assign you my Nicolas Cage movie soon. Yeah. Oh, you got a Nicolas Cage movie for me. Oh, yeah. Sick. All right. Perfect. So, We're the Millers and Matchstick Men. I am puzzled. (laughs) We will see how this goes. This could be the episode that ends the show, ladies and gentlemen. No. (laughs) We'll find something, you guys. We'll find it. Um, It Might be hard. But we find a way, you know? We'll find a way. All right, everybody. We'll hope you stay safe, and uh, we'll tune in next week for Matchstick Men and We Are the Millers. Looking forward to it. Bye, guys. Bye.